Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth. We present the best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about increasing our creativity and not being afraid to start or start over. This week, we listened to 28 episodes. The two best ones talked about entrepreneurship and mental health. But first, the bonus for this week wanted to share a quote from Ryan Holiday. It's from his Daily Stoic newsletter. And he just came out with a book, Stillness is the Key, that I'm excited to read. And I really like the principle. He says, the key to life may not be brilliance or power. What if it's just not being stupid? What if it's just not increasing our troubles by adding folly and hubris and greed on top of them? I love that principle. We focus a lot on what we should do, but we need to first focus on what not to do. If we're not getting enough sleep or exercise, we can try to make positive changes in our life, but it will be like driving a car with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. So I love this principle that if we take care of the big things, the small things will take care of themselves. If we can avoid the bad things in life, then the good things will happen. The first podcast from this week comes from Skimmed from the Couch. They interviewed Sarah Kaus, who is the founder of Swell Water Bottles. And Sarah is a great example of how to be successful. I loved her example in a couple of different ways. The first, Sarah talked about how she went to business school because she realized she didn't want to be her boss or her boss's boss. She was an accountant and she realized she wanted to be her clients. And I think there's so much power in taking the time and making the effort to step back and ask ourselves what we truly want instead of just going on the path that we're on. And it might lead us to staying on that path, but at least then we won't have any regrets and we'll know that we made that choice instead of just being on autopilot and letting someone else choose for us. The next part that I really liked was Sarah talked about balancing her business with being a mom. I really like she said it has forced her and helped her to do the hard things first. She said she can't work as long of hours so she does the most important thing first. And the next part was about entrepreneurship and I think it was, it was really helpful for me. Sarah said she'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur but in business school she thought her idea had to be huge. She didn't think she could just make a better water bottle. I love this idea that we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We can just make it better. It takes the pressure off because we often think we have to be the first person to come up with an incredible idea, but we can stand on the shoulders of giants and build upon their foundation. And this is exactly what Sarah did. She decided to pursue this idea she had about swell and water bottles because she couldn't get it out of her head. And she said if she didn't try, she would have always regretted it. 
I like how this reframes risk and it shows us that if we don't act, we'll have just as much, if not more, regret and frustration. But when she got started, it wasn't easy. But I love her example. She didn't hide what she didn't know. She was constantly asking other people for help. And she said people were happy to help. And even more than that, after they helped her, they became some of her greatest champions. Sarah said, reach out to others for help. Make your dream list of the five or 10 people that would be the most helpful and aim high. The last podcast from this week is The Happiness Project with Gretchen Rubin. It was titled Emergency Kit for Anxiety. So this was a great episode to help us with our mental health. They talked about several things and strategies that we can use in our life to help us get through tough times and to overcome anxiety. For me, the main takeaway is that we can do things to make ourselves feel better. We don't have to accept whatever stress or pain we are feeling. And sometimes that means getting professional help. I recently experienced this firsthand. So I've been struggling with a cold or some type of sickness and I tried to just tough it out on my own, but that's just made it drag on so much longer than necessary. I finally went to the doctors today and because of that, I'm getting the help that I need. I just wish that I wouldn't have put it off that I could have overcome this quicker and faster. And another, my favorite quote about getting help comes from Marcus Aurelius in Meditations. He said, don't be ashamed to need help. Like a soldier storming a wall, you have a mission to accomplish. And if you've been wounded and you need a comrade to pull you up, so what? So just want to highlight again that sometimes we need a therapist, a counselor, a coach, whatever it may be, reaching out is a sign of strength and it takes courage and it's not easy, but that's how we can get better. I also think there are things that we can do every day that are preventative, that can help us um, so we don't go down a path where it's hard to come back. So they just listed several things that we can do, so I'll try to condense them and go through them quickly, and hopefully one of these can help you this week. The first strategy is to reframe the situation. They talked about how we should recognize that stress can actually be good for us how stress is our body preparing us to perform. Anxiety is what motivates us and helps us to succeed. We just wanna find a healthy balance so we're not always stressed or always anxious. The next strategy they talked about is to find an app that can help with breathing or meditation. There's a lot of great ones. We use Meditation Studio but I know people who really love Headspace, Calm is another great one, and they have free versions as well that you can use. And so I would say just try it out and see if it works. The next strategy is talk to someone about it. Gretchen talked about how just voicing it puts it in perspective and how a lot of times stress and anxiety can come from trying to put up a perfect front. But if we are vulnerable, then we give other people permission to help us and to be vulnerable as well. The next strategy is don't be afraid to give yourself a break. 
It's the same with working out. We can't work out our same muscles every day. When we do work out, we break them down, but they need recovery to get stronger. And it's the same in our life. We can't constantly be working or going 100 miles an hour. The next strategy is to set ourselves up for success. They talked about how introverts do better if they go to a situation earlier. When it's calmer, then they can adjust and adapt and get ready for the event. But this goes, I think, just goes beyond just introverts. We can all set ourselves up for success in different situations. The next strategy is to take action. They said, just get started. It will help you make progress, which will relieve anxiety. Before at the Academy, we had our version of Hell Week. It was a, like, a tough culminating event. And I'll never forget leading up to it, I was so worried and anxious. And a great leader there told me, the anticipation of the event is always worse than the actual event. And he was so right that so often in our life we build things up and we think they're going to be so hard and difficult but then when we actually do them we realize we never needed to worry or be as anxious as we were one another one of my favorite quotes is from Seneca he said we suffer more in our imagination than in reality so to overcome that we can just get started and start small the next strategy is to make a list so whatever you're worried about, you can write it all down and it will hopefully show, show us what we actually have to do instead of our mind making it worse. The next strategy is to manage our energy. They briefly mentioned the importance of getting enough sleep and exercise, but I just want to highlight and emphasize what an important step this is in our life that if we can get enough sleep or exercise, that that will be a strong foundation to build everything else on. I know in my life, it makes everything else easier or harder based on how much sleep and exercise I'm getting. The next strategy is to identify the problem. This is simple and it seems like common sense, but they talked about how we need to dig deep and find the actual root cause of whatever is giving us stress or anxiety. The next strategy is to research the problem. So after we've identified it, then we wanna start researching what we can do to make it better. We wanna to try to find an expert, someone that can help us with information that can empower us to know what our, the best next step is. The next strategy is to track the problem. So after we've identified it, researched it, now we actually wanna track it because it might not be happening as much as we think. I know this happened with us with sleep. Once we started tracking it, I recognized that I was actually getting more sleep than I thought. And that empowered me to not feel as tired or upset with different amounts of sleep. And the last strategy, I think it was my favorite, is to do a good deed for someone. I just love that idea. It talks about in the Bible that when we lose ourselves, that's when we find ourselves. That uh, there's so many times in our life where we can feel like we're alone or no one else has ever had it as tough as we have it. But I think when we can reach out and help someone else, it gives us perspective 
and it empowers us to see the good in the situation and to recognize that if other people have overcome harder and fought and overcome tougher battles, then we can fight and win the battles that we are facing as well. In closing, we hope these tactics and tools about entrepreneurship and mental health help you or someone you know this week to build your great life. Thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It means so much as we try to help someone every week. And thank you again for listening. We know we're all busy and it means a lot that you're here with us. So thanks again and we'll see you on Friday.